Welcome to Ethernautica, the actual play podcast playing a combination Space 1889 and Call of Cthulhu game, brought to you by Interplanetary House of Pancakes, (laughs) now available on Earth at an Etherport near you. I'm your Game Master, and joining me is Mike, playing the role of Sir Ralph Maddock. Yo. And so Mike, why don't you tell us about your character? Um, I mean, born into, you know, the nobility. Not really a looker or anything. He's pretty average. Um, has a goatee, I would say, in his 30s. Yeah, but upon closer look, you would definitely see a man that has seen some shit. Has that look about him. He looks haunted. Haunted, and it's it's like it's like anyone who came back from a war. Like that thousand-yard stare kind of thing. Like uh, once in a while when he's not engaged with whatever activity he's doing. Just stares off. So. Okay. And uh, let's just jump right in. Our story today begins in Canada. Sir Rafe Maddock, you are in your room. It is a bright, if a bit chilly, day. The suite of rooms is generous, but the bedroom seems to be a bit small. You're sitting at a desk, there is also a large bed in the room, and a window which looks out onto the grounds. There are pine trees, a large grass field, and there are people in white attire weaving baskets and watching birds out on the lawn, being attended by the very nice men in the white coats. What are you doing? Brock, when do you think the elephant will arrive? Does Brock talk to you? Yes. That's not very nice, calling the nurse an elephant. At any rate, I'm sure they should arrive soon. I do hope they arrive early. I am very hungry and looking forward to pancakes. Yes, I'm looking forward to pancakes too, says Brock the Rock. Roll an easy perception. Eleven. So you start to hear a buzzing sound? doesn't seem to be coming from anywhere. It's almost as if it's a ringing in your ears. You try to, you know, fiddle with my ears to clear out the sound. doesn't seem to have any effect. As a matter of fact, it's getting louder. It's getting more uncomfortable. What is that noise? I hear it too, says Brock the Rock. You don't even have ears. How do you hear it? How do I hear you talking to me? Where's the nurse? Sniffle, I pass you. Brock doesn't answer you, but the ringing in your ears is getting much louder. Not only that, but the light from outside seems to be getting much dimmer. I look out the window? It's nighttime. But it was just daylight, wasn't it? Brock doesn't answer you, and there are no stars in the sky. I look down to where the field, where the people were. You see the field, but you don't see people. Nothing. Just grass. It seems to be oddly illuminated from somewhere below your window with a blue light of some kind. Can I open the window? Yes, you can. It opens inward, but for security reasons, there are bars on the windows. Okay. So, I open the window. Mm-hmm. I try to peek down. Okay, you peek, and you see blue lights coming from inside the building on the floor below you. What is that light? Brock doesn't say anything. 
I know he's still within vision, right? Yes. Like he's there. He's there. Okay. Well, I grab Brock. Mm-hmm. Put him in my pocket. Okay. There are three doors in this room. One leads to your <clears throat> water closet. One leads to an actual closet, and the third one leads to your drawing room, which is like a, a parlor or a living room. I head to the drawing room. Okay, you do so. There is nobody there, but of course, this is your own private suite. Your attendants are at the desk a little ways outside of your drawing room. Wait. Three rooms, bedroom, bathroom, and drawing room. Okay. You know that the attendant is usually outside your room. So I open the door, and I peek out to see if the attendant is still there. As you open the door, you notice that there is a green flickering light in the area outside your door. Otherwise, you notice all the furniture you usually see. It's just a bit dark. Roll me a average perception and alertness to look out for the attendant. Okay, and you succeed, and you don't see anyone. You don't see the attendant. Looking down the hall, you don't see any other attendants. You don't see any security staff, any medical staff. You don't hear any people or movement of any kind. Do I have a rough idea what how the facility is laid out? You've been here for a few weeks, so yes, you do know how the facility is laid out. Okay. I don't think I'm going to get those pancakes anymore, Brock. Brock doesn't say anything. I sure don't see that elephant anywhere. Okay, so you do hear the high-pitched whining now, but it is getting less the farther you get away from the window in your bedroom. Hmm. I was not brought here of my own volition, essentially. I not was really, put, no. Right, so... They were polite <clears throat> about it, but they made it very clear that they think you are insane, and they wanted to put you in a facility. And I've been pleading my case that I am not insane. Correct. And I don't belong here. Correct. And I've been wanting to get out. You have been. But I haven't been attempting, well, mm. aggressively. Anyways. Not aggressively. Yes. But this is definitely... A m- okay, so, um... I'm going to try to make my way to the supply room. Okay. My my goal right now is I need to get my stuff Ah. before I leave. I'm looking for my archaeology kit that I came with. Right, and there are a lot of sharp objects in there that they wouldn't have let you keep. Right. <laughs> okay. So you happen to know where this is. It's still on this floor, but it's a ways behind where the attendants and nurse usually sit. Okay. And it's to the left down the corridor. Am I, like, have my own clothes kind of thing, or am I always in, like, crazy people clothes? <laughs> uh, you're, you're dressed in white. Okay. Uh, it's uh, comfortable slippers, uh, loose-fitting <clears throat> white trousers, yeah. and uh, sort of a, a loose-fitting white shirt. So before I go out and leave the confines of my suite, I grab my journal <clears throat> of random sketches and writings. Okay. Little tiny notebook. Sure. And Brock. It's really of my course. only possession. Yes. And now I'm leaving my yes. suite. Okay. Are you sneaking or are you walking <clears throat> normally? I am sneaking. Okay, so roll me your agility and stealth. Above average success. All right, so you are you are sneaking, and you don't see anyone still. You've even gotten to the part where of the corridor where generally guests are not allowed, and there is another desk set up on the other side of the nurses where a security guard usually sits, and he is not there. 
The green light seems to be coming from the corners of the room, where the ceiling meets the wall, or where the wall meets the floor, or in the corners where the walls meet the walls. An odd greenish-yellowish glow. Mm. Roll a hard recall. Yes, you remember that this looks oddly similar to the light which came out of the gate you discovered on your home island. I definitely don't want to be here now. <laughs> so I, I noticed the security desk. Yes. I tried to search for anything of use in or around it. Okay. You open up the drawers and you find separate papers. You also find a wooden stick, a baton. Like a billy club, basically. You take the billy club. Okay. And I still try to sneak, avoiding the walls and okay. corners. Gotcha. Uh, still trying to make my way to the supply, or wherever I would okay. think my stuff's at. Alright, well you make it down the <coughs> corridor, and you see the door to the supply room, and it is ajar slightly, which is odd, because... You would normally think they would keep this door locked, as it has personal belongings for the guests inside. Do I notice anything abnormal besides that? Roll me a formidable perception and alertness. I don't make this No, you don't see anything else unusual in this situation. I perceive, proceed very slowly to opening the door. Are you sneaking? Sneaking still. Okay. Uh... Roll your uh, stealth dice and agility. Stealth and agility dice. Let's see. Fourteen. Okay. As you enter the room, you hear shifting and moving of objects through the room, but you don't see anything. It's very dark inside. There doesn't seem to be the same glow on the inside. It's just dark. The only light coming in is what's coming through the door that is open. Then there's a crash as a box of objects hits the floor. Ah! Try to startle. You hear what sounds like a bear growling. And then a loud clop of a footfall, followed by another coming in your direction. I brace, waiting for this thing to show up. Okay. (laughs) So you're not flat-footed. As you watch... Coming out of the shadows is a very large bipedal creature. Very thick limbs. It doesn't seem to have a neck. And as it comes into the light, it has very beady eyes. Very small. Sunk into a large face. It has a... You wouldn't really call it a mouth. It's more like a, a split in the creature's skin where you guess it's either neck or mouth should be. And it's not straight across either, it's kind of waves around with no particular rhyme or reason. Mm. It has very thick, thick hairs sticking out at random intervals, and its skin is leathery. It doesn't seem to have smoothness to it at any given place. It has a sort of an odd patchwork quality to it. Like it's different textures every couple of inches and it has no discernible feet. Its legs just seem to come to an end where they're wide stumps, and it just kind of clomps along. Its arms are very long, and its talons 
because they are talons at the end of its appendages, almost touching the floor. It's looking right at you, and is slowly clomping its way forward, making growling noises. I'm like clearly terrified, but I'm gonna hold my crown. So it's clomping towards you, it's a meter away, and it leans down at you, and you notice it has three little holes between its eyes and its mouth, and it sniffs you, and then it stands upright again, turns to the side towards the wall, and it walks through the wall. Like, phases through it? Phases through the wall, and is gone. I'm definitely fucked up in the head. <laughs> oh man. So does does Seraph believe he's crazy at this point, or does he think this is just something that is happening? That is just something that is happening. Okay. So this is just a thing that has happened. What do you do now? Well, have I clearly reached an area where I would find wherever they were holding my stuff? Yes. So I'm definitely going to still find my kit. Alright, so there are a couple of shelves that are illuminated by the light coming in through the door, and you search them, and you find a box labeled with your name. You just grab the box. Grab the whole box. Just grab the whole box. Okay, and where are you going? I'm now proceeding to exit the place. Oh, exit the building, okay. Yes. Are you being stealthy about it? Uh... It's going to be really hard with the box, so yeah. at this point I'm just going to make a normal dash for it. Are you going to inspect the wall that the creature phased through? I mean, as I'm walking into the room, I'm looking at where the monster went out and continuously looking to make sure it doesn't come back. Are you Do going I see to, anything at Are you going to inspect the wall? Are you going to touch the wall? I'm not going to touch the wall, no. So, Do I see anything abnormal? Uh, roll me a... This is pretty dark still. Yes. Roll me a formidable alertness perception. Seven and six? Yeah. No, you don't know. It looks like a wall to you. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay. And this is without making any physical contact with it? No. You are heading towards the stairway to go down to the first floor. Mm. As you do so, the light shifts from green to blue, and you also notice a very unpleasant odor. It's sort of very hard to miss. It smells like rotten eggs on the lower level. Do I know where the smell's coming from? Uh, no, you can't place it. Okay. It just seems to be coming from everywhere. Does the entrance look still the same, or...? As you get down to the ground level, you notice that the lobby area looks the same, except it is completely devoid of people and awash in a blue glow. You see the doors to the facility, which are open, by the way, and it just looks like it's a very dark night outside. I try to peek out the door. Okay. Uh, do you actually put your head out the door? No. Okay. Well, I'm just approaching it. You see the lawn, the trees beyond it, and the black sky above it. You don't see any movement. You don't hear anything. There's no breeze, there's no ambient sounds, there's no animals, no crickets, no birds. I cross the threshold of the door. There's a bright flash of light, and you're temporarily blinded 
by this light, and the humming in your ears swells to the point where it's almost deafening. You can't understand what's going on or what's going on around you. And then the light fades and the sound dissipates to where it's almost completely gone. And blinking, you're looking around you, and you're in a tiled hallway with electric lighting above you. Sort of a burnt orange, old, you know, cheap light bulbs. And the tiles are orange and beige. And there's a sign pointing down the hallway that says, to platform. Is there anything down this corridor besides... There's a turn-off into, a, into another corridor, and at the end of the corridor you can see there's a door that's labeled facilities. And then I look behind me where I just came from, what do I see? A blank wall. I just stepped through a freaking wall? Mm-hmm. I try to touch that wall that I just came through, I guess? There's a little bit of a ripple going along the surface of the wall, but other than that, it seems to be solid. Mm. Upon subsequent touching, you don't notice the ripple anymore. Okay. So you have your box of items, you have Brock the Rock, and you're still dressed in your white clothes. Kind of proceed halfway down the corridor. So to the intersection? Before the intersection, Before but the away intersection. from the gotcha. origin wall. Okay. And I look through my box. Okay. Your toolkit is there as well as your passport and uh, your identification. None of my clothes from... There is a suit in there. There is a suit? Mm-hmm. I uh, start to uh, put on my clothes proper. Uh, as you do so, uh, a man appears from around the corner and says, Excuse me, sir, can I help you? No, I'm fine. Uh, are you lost, sir? This is not, uh, this is not a public area. Uh, if, if you're looking for the, the men's rooms... Uh, they're 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 back the way I came, just around the corner here. Uh, I'm fine. All right. Well, uh, still, sir, you need to keep this this area clear. Uh, this is this is not a, a public area. Well, it wasn't public until you showed up. <laughs> he doesn't seem to have a response to that, but he just kind of. All right. Well, uh, please, uh, when you're finished with your suit. Try I'm to keep this area clear. dressing while he's talking. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Can I help you with anything, sir? Why would you want to help me? Uh, I work here. And where is this exactly? The 7th Street train station, sir. 7th Street trains? In no, the... I'm good. Thank you. Alright. He turns and walks towards the door labeled facilities and he goes through it. Brock, are we in England? Brock yawns, and it's like, Sorry, I dozed off. What's happening? Where are we? Apparently we're at the 7th Street Station, according to that weird man that wanted to watch me dress. Well, that sounds just downright inappropriate. You're in a corridor in the 7th Street train station. Alright. Where do you go from here? So I got my clothes on. I guess I'm going to put my kit somewhat fashionable on me. There's a rucksack inside. There's a rucksack? Okay, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to ditch the box then. Okay. I'm just going to throw most of my valuables into the rucksack. So now you're wearing a somewhat out-of-date suit. You have a rucksack. And is Brock in your rucksack, or is he small enough to fit in your pocket? How big is Brock? 
rock is like a pet rock size. Oh, like a potato. Yeah. Okay. How, are you carrying him, or is he in, riding in your pocket? Or? Pocket. Pocket. Okay. Does my coat have a big enough pocket for him? Uh, your suit pocket does, yes. Yeah, I'd rather not keep him in my pants. That would just be weird. Yeah, Brock wouldn't appreciate that anyway. Yeah. You've tried that before. He's found it very unsettling. Muggy. He's asked you not to do that again. Muggy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now are you turning off into the corridor? The train station employee said the bathrooms were, or are you following him into the facilities door? I am following the sign that says to platform. Okay. That's down where the individual recommended. Yeah. Okay. So as you go down this short corridor, you pass public facilities and also you walk into a train station platform. It is a covered large building with several trains at the platform Mm -hmm. and there are several people walking around uh, several attendants uh, wheeling luggage and to your left there's a ticket counter and also the sign says New Brunswick, New Jersey 7th Street Station Is there a train that looks like are, are there trains in there? There are trains. There's there's one train on the platform at the platform that you are at currently. And it looks and like it's going to leave? People are unloading at this point. They're not yet loading onto the train. Okay. Roll me an average perception alertness. Six. The worst dice ever. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? Wait, did my possessions have any money in them? Yes. It did? You have several... Canadian pounds and British pounds. Nothing else of valuable? You have a gold pocket watch. Mm. And there's just a bunch of people unloading luggage. Mm-hmm. The sounds of a train station. Yeah. And it's public. Yeah. And it's daylight. And it's daylight. There's daylight coming <clears throat> in through the wrought iron windowed roof above you. Mm-hmm. Guess I'll walk up to the ticket counter. Okay. And the attendant... Sort of an elderly man with a visor <coughs> cap nods at you. What can I do for you, sir? Excuse me, is wh- where exactly are we right now? We're at the ticket counter, sir. Would you like to buy a ticket for the train? Yes. All right, where to? Anywhere? Uh, we don't have that station available right now, sir. Is there a specific station you'd it's like to go to? a train that's leaving anytime soon. Uh, there's the express. It's leaving in five minutes. I'll take that. All right. That'll be uh, $2. By a chance, do you take Canadian currency? Uh, no, sir. I would recommend going to the bank across the street. All right. Uh, I guess I'm going to start to proceed to the bank then. He's directed you towards the <coughs> exit to the street. Mm-hmm. Roll me an easy alertness and perception. Fail this, too. Seven. <laughs> okay, you succeed. As you exit the building, there are two men in black servants' uniforms. One of them seems to be dressed as a footman. They are both holding up cardboard signs with fairly nice calligraphy on them, and it says, Sir Rafe Maddock. They kind of do a double take. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to be looking at you. They seem to be looking at everyone who's coming out of the station, and they're holding up signs with your name on it. Okay, I kind of approach them. Mm -hmm. They look at you, and one of them says... Uh, are, are you uh, Sir Ralph Maddock? Yes, but who are you? Oh, we were sent to pick you up, sir. From who? Mr. Tim Johnson, sir. Who's that? He said you might be a little confused. Uh, we have a carriage waiting for you, sir. Would you uh, like to come with us? No. Uh, we... They kind of look at each other and like they weren't expecting that. Like, <laughs> uh, we were sent here and we were, uh, said you would, uh... 
Are you expecting a ride uh, to the hotel, sir? I didn't ask for a ride, and I don't know who this person that you're talking about. Uh, well, uh, sir, you, uh, he said that you have, uh, certain skills and experiences that, uh, he would, he would find, uh, very useful. We'd like you to, if you could come with us, uh, I'm sure the boss could explain more thoroughly. He's, he's basically, he's offering you a job, sir. Brock, what do you think about this? And I say this out loud. I like the tall one, but the short one has beady eyes. I wouldn't trust him. I think the taller one... The other one seems alright. Can they hear this? No, they cannot hear Okay, Brock. I'm just wondering if The Rock is talking and they can hear it, or if he's talking so, for The Rock. So, is Brock visible right now? He's in your pocket. Yeah, so I'm just kind of looking at my coat So, basically, pocket. you're talking to thin air at this point. Yes. They kind of take a step back, but they're still not totally disengaging from this conversation. They're looking at you like, okay... Like, they're, they're weirded out at this moment. Firstly, that you didn't know to expect them. And secondly, that you're talking to thin air. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's better than being in the asylum. They kind of exchange glances when you say asylum out loud. <laughs> they say, yes, sir. If you'd like to come with us, we have a carriage waiting. We were also told to have some champagne on ice for you. And we also have some sandwiches, if you're interested. Sure. All right. And they show you to the carriage waiting at the bottom of the stairs on the street, and as you get in, they get on themselves and they start out toward the quote-unquote hotel. And I think that's where we're going to call it for today. So, when when do they reveal that they're fishmen? Tune in next week! There'll be fishy Frenchy frogs. There's no fucking champagne and, like, like (sighs) planes on my goddamn intro. Didn't get to meet the elephant. Like, oh, I no, see, I no. see. We're going to treat the, to treat the, the foreigner like, uh. a, like crap. <laughs> and just a quick clarification. We are not, uh, not actually going to be back next week. Uh, we're going to try for a two-week release schedule. So uh, look for the next episode, February 21st. This has been Ethernautica. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Ethernautica. And I remain your game master. You can follow me on Twitter at double underscore deadline. And again, I'd like to thank Mike for playing the role of Sir Ralph Maddock. And I'd also like to thank Kelly and Stylus for participating in this game session. Also, music used in this game session was made by the very talented Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Full information in the show notes. And that's all we have for this episode. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Are you being stealthy about it? Uh, it's going to be really hard with the box. So yeah. at this point, I'm just going to make a normal dash for it. <laughs> Exit Zoidberg style. So I just opened a map uh, of New Brunswick from about 1889 era. And I just kind of realized that I really should have done this ahead of time because there is, at least not that I can find on this map, and certainly not next to any existent train stations at the time, 
a 7th Street anywhere on this map, so uh, we're just going to say, in this universe, New Brunswick's civic design, for some reason, was dramatically changed, and there is now a 7th Street train station, because, yeah, I'm not going back and re-recording that. That would, that would just be silly. Though I, though I am making this clarification right now, which also is silly, but I'm the game master, so I can do whatever I want. Meh. I don't know what the hell's going no, on. No, you're just in the water, okay. and there are bodies and, and splashing pissed-off sailors around you. <laughs> okay, so are you going to do a, an outro? Like, Should what? we do an outro? What what should our outro be? Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe you could just uh, write one up uh, afterwards and record it yourself. Like, yeah, do, yeah. I feel like filters, we're going to end like, up doing a lot of post-editing. Post yeah, more I vocal. Think... Did you want to do the the typical like we say who we are again? And I don't know if you wanted to do the you can find me at thing or not. This one should be like okay. Let's just uh, let's just do it like well you've already said uh, two next time so you okay. have a nice day, night, folks. <laughs> I'm sure. Bye bye. Bye.